The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpa sportsmed to learn more. And we're back, folks, with another episode of our PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebia Saas here, back with our editor, Brian Linder, our colleague, Eric Epler, and Dan Sostick, the man with the plan. Yeah, <laughs> Hey, guys. It's been, it's been so it long since we last spoke, Brian. Just, just so everybody knows, we've been staring, sta- sitting here staring at each other on the four screen since we just uh, finished up talking about the players. Then our producer, Megan, tells us she's got to be out of here at 9 o'clock. So we got to speed Let, this one let's up. Let's get to guys. it. You guys ready? Yeah. So we got a big slate, Cumberland Valley, starting off Thursday, 1 o'clock. We got the 1A game. We've talked about players to watch for Steel High versus Union Area. Let's talk about the game. Who wants to start? Who do you guys have winning? Right, wait, before, before I say this, is this legally binding for who we have to pick in our official picks pool, or can we hedge our bets and pick? Well, Epler, Epler doesn't have the lines out. So if people don't know, Penn Line, we actually have lines, and Epler has a whole uh, – program that he runs these through that we it's actually a, bought from from uh elon musk and, and Tesla. It's, sec- it's a secret <laughs> algorithm that i can't share with everybody but we do we do predicted margins of victory and of course it's for entertainment purposes only <laughs> but we also pick according to that margin so scale. for our official picks dan we'll wait till the lines come out but for the podcast yeah. picks we're just going to talk about who we think when we're going to do like some of these other guys do <laughs> Not throwing too much shade. Hey here. man, I'll Pick tell you who winners. I'm picking right now. I got still high yeah. minus twelve, man. Still high is on a run. I got them winning this game here. The still <laughs> high rollers of still high spire. Hey, look uh, at uh, the Harrisburg Cougars I'm jumping, jumping all over the still high bandwagon. You set me out to the last three games in a row they played, man. I've been watching them. I'm ro- I'm rolling with the rollers, man. They're the state champs in one A this year. I'm false, guys. I'm going. I'm going steel high, but I'm not nearly as confident as Nebby is just because this team's played a lot of close games recently. A lot of these games are coming down to the wire, coming down to the last second against teams that are probably about on Union's level. Union's got a better win over – because let's face it, that Bishop Canavan win, that's about – I mean, it's a win. It's a win. They played all right. It's it's about as much of a win as, you know, as you can have. That's basically – I mean – they spiked the ball with three seconds left at the one yard line when the uh, was gas. But um, I mean, it's a completely different steel high team than it was that week. So that's not really that indicative, but it does tell you how good union is that they were able to beat a really good Canavan team with, with some division one level talent too. So I'm not nearly as confident as Nebby is. I'm going to go steel high though, just cause I think, I think they've got the, I think they've got more union ways to got score beat by offense. Canton in week one though. Don't leave that out, man. Good. Still high. Got a good win against Canton. Although it was at the last minute, man, they lost to Canton last year in Tawanda. I was up at that game. It was like six below freezing, but I'm proud of the adversity they face and how they handle that. So that's why I'm riding still high, man. It's a game of runs. I'm, I'm feeling the momentum. Epler is a Stilton resident. Yeah. And there's a couple other things at play here that I don't think anybody's factoring in. Well, maybe they are because they both picked steel high to win. So far, but number one is if you don't pick steel high, you'll never get another Schmidt sausage in your life. Okay, that's number one. Okay, so that that I have to check that into the algorithm too. Number two is these guys are cardiac kids. Mm -hmm. Look at Northern Lehigh last second 20 Mm -hmm. 20 yard touchdown pass, Mm -hmm. Herbie boom to Perry. 
And then last week you get Burnett scoring under mm-hmm. 30 seconds to go to win that game uh, to get to get to here. So I think this team's really resilient. I don't think they get down mm-hmm. when things aren't going their way. And I think there's going to be a point in this in this ball game where they're going to have to say, listen, are we the better team? Yes or no. And they go from there. So I think Steel High wins this game, but I expect a really razor mm-hmm. thin uh, outcome here. Maybe it's the last team to possess the ball, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm going to take the rollers. Yeah, so I'm on Steel High too, and I'll tell you, I, I went back. You know, Union is sort of the Cinderella team. I think they're probably the one team more than any other that nobody probably would have put on a preseason bracket here to be at this point. And I go in and watch their film. Braylon Thomas has had some really nice – he's a 6'2", 185-pound kid, pretty athletic, pretty long. He can run it pretty good. and. They're doing a lot of just snap it to him and have him running around the end. And he can throw it. He's got a little bit of, I think, a little bit of a hitch in his delivery. It's kind of a little sidearm odd. But he, when he lets it go, it goes. But I just, I, I, I think that Steel High is just better athletically. I just see better athletes when I look at their film. And, you know, bigger, stronger, faster always kind of checks the box for me. The one thing that really does worry me and it's hard to do those the matchups is they're just two weeks away from just creaming Bishop, Bishop Knaven and, and it was 26 to nothing. And I'll be honest, they had steel high beat Bishop Knaven at the beginning of the season. They should have won that football game. They really hurt themselves. And then they got down to the goal line at the end of the game and ended up like spiking it on fourth down and kind of one of the more odd innings. So that really like I'm looking at things and my eyes tell me from looking at film. This should be a steel high game and maybe even convincingly. And then, but then I see that and I'm like, well, you know, this is why you play them because Union's doing something um, to get them here. So I'm going steel high. I think it could even be convincing, but I'm going to be really interested to, to tune in and watch this one, guys. Yeah, you might be able to tell early on how the game's going to go. I feel like, I feel like if there's some resistance early, we might be in for another. Another ESPN classic, Steel High Rollers football. To get this so. win, Steel High cannot start this game the way it started two of the three of its last games. And that's getting penalties, man. They they jump off sides to start games. They have too many early miscues, um, uh, false starts on the motion plays. You know, they motion probably like 50 times a game on offense. Um, if, if they can just minimize those, come out strong, throw the first punch, I'm highly confident they can be successful in this game. Let's talk about 7 o'clock Thursday night, the rematch. Aliquippa, Bishop McDevitt. Bishop McDevitt's built their whole season around this. And I'm going to tell you guys something. We did a feature with uh, with Takoy Hayes over the summer. And guess what? Aliquippa was working out over the summer talking about Bishop McDevitt. So here we are. We got the rematch, 7 o'clock, 4A state title game. So you got I'm going McDevitt, Brian. I'm going McDevitt because this is a rematch of last year. And I think these kids are extremely hungry. We've had Riley Robell on this podcast. He talks about how badly he wants that. We've had Marquise Williams on this podcast. We talk to him a lot, interview him a lot. I talk to his dad often. He he talks to me about how much how how much growth he's had since the middle of the season and just exploding here in the second half. Um and, and guys like Tyshawn Russell, Rico Scott, it, it's just a complete package. Um while is a very, very good team. But I just think this McDevitt team wants it badly, man. I think they're going to prove a lot of people wrong and just come out here and get the win. That's how I'm feeling. I, I hope we've McDevitt's been very good to us, uh, have 
a lot of the guys on their podcast talk them all the time, go to all their games. I, it would not shock me if they win this football game. Um, I'm going Aliquippa. I just think, I just think they're a machine, man. They're they, that there's something people always say there's something in the water in Aliquippa. People, those players there are just different. They're tough. They're physical. They, they, there's, it's just a jump in physicality is going to be so big for Bishop McDevitt. It's just like, it's just impossible to not see there being a kind of, whoa, moment early on in the game and kind of McDevitt having to play from behind for the first time since week one, where, where that didn't go too well. Um, and again, it would not shock me if Stone Saunders comes out here as the game of his life, throws for 300 yards, wins a 35-28 ball game or something like that. I think I imagine Al Clip is going to be favored. Um, I don't know if we'll see what Epps uh, line machine does. Um, if they're favored, I'll probably pick. Uh, I'll I'll probably hedge my bets and pick Aliquippa to cover and uh, or McDevitt to cover and Aliquippa to win. But I'm going Aliquippa in a in another close game, and I think this one's I think this one's going to be closer than uh, last year's game was close via the score. It never really felt that close being there. It always felt like Aliquippa was going to win that game. I think this is going to be a game that's kind of decided late, and Aliquippa is just going to grind it out. Listen, you you know. <laughs> Last year was last year, right? But they have been, McDevitt has been searching for this rematch all season long, all winter long, through the weight room and this and that. But you know what? It's time to prove yeah. it. It's time to prove it. And I, I have no, no, I am not saying I anything. Like you and I are going to be on the same page, I feel anything like. Anything derogatory against Bishop McDevitt. We've had those guys on. We've, you know, we've been with that team from the start of the season through now, and it's not a diss. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's time to shut up and prove yeah. it. And this is now equip a team that's going to put you in a very uncomfortable situation for the first time all season long. Well, maybe since August 26th or 7th when they played MOTEP Charter. They're going to put you in these uncomfortable situations. They're going to punch you in the mouth. They're going to use their size, their speed, and their strength up front to move you around, and it is time to put up or shut up for Bishop McDevitt. It just really is. It would not surprise me if they win this game. Not at all, because that talent is there to do it. It would surprise me, Dan, if Stone Sauter starts for 300 yards in this game. But what I'm saying is this is the time. Hey, listen, you've okay, you got it. You got what you wanted. Now's the time to go out and prove it. I'm going to go with Aliquippa until I see Bishop McDevitt prove it. Epler and I are on the same page. We've sort of had these discussions where I've told Epler my thoughts. I have a ton of respect for Jeff Wechter, for Bishop yep. McDevitt. Uh, they are as talented a team, not just on paper. They've done it on the field, as we've probably had since I've been here. I mean, you go back to those Harrisburg teams with Micah Parsons and the Kents, they would smoke this team. I feel like McDevitt, people don't like to hear me say that, but they had – maybe the best player on the planet at 230 pounds running the ball, but this is a super talented team. Okay. Uh, and on any given night, they could probably be any team in this state, but I love one of my most favorite things to cover guys is fights. Okay. And like mixed martial arts and McDevitt is like the, the guy who's like the, the the, the, the flashy guy who knocks everybody out. Right. But then they just get this one grinder who's just willing to go to hell and back and carry you places you don't want to go to get you out of there. And if you watch the Mike Warfield video, 
of him talking to Aliquippa before they went out on that field last year. And they did fall behind 13 to nothing. So that sticks out in my mind. McDevitt hit him quick a couple times. You're like, oh, McDevitt's, you know, and that could happen again. McDevitt could go out here and hit these guys quick and run away with it. But if they don't, and Aliquippa carries them into the deep water, those kids, that's what they drink. They drink the deep water, man. They, they're born and raised on this, you know. Um, that's what they want. They want pain and suffering in this football game. <laughs> and they're, and they're going to they're gonna try to make Bishop McDevitt have pain and suffering. And then, so I look at the lineup, and I look at the matchups, and I look at Banks and Donovan Walker on the outside against the fast receivers, and I look at the big line, and McDevitt has some, some college linemen too. But you know what? Imhotep had that big, powerful line, too, and they gave McDevitt all kind of problems, right? So, McDevitt, like, just like Epler said, would it shock me if McDevitt won it by three touchdowns? I would say, wow, they, they got the guys that, you know, they probably, when you list all the athletes to Marquise Williams of the world, they probably have a little bit more speed and stuff like that. But it wouldn't shock me either if, if this team just, just ground them up. So, it is time, I, you know, I, for McDevitt to answer the bell, right? And 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 this is what we they've talked about for coaches and players. And I think I don't think they would disagree with what we're saying here, guys. They've been talking about this rematch for a year, so it's yep. time. It's time to yep. get out there yes. and perform. Yeah, they know it. They know it. And I'm going Abilquipa because. In seven years here so far, McDevitt's had some of these explosive teams, and and you know, and they run up against a team like Aliquippa that's just they're just they're just tough, man. You know, these are tough kids. McDevitt's probably gonna has better athletes. McDevitt can beat this team, but McDevitt players, if you're listening, are you willing to get tough with these kids? Are you willing to throw bows and and go all four quarters? That's what it's going to take to get Aliquippa out of there, right? Are we in agreement that this is the uh, this is the game of the of the state championship? I feel I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm this is this is this is it, man. We know, and and, and it's not just because like it's a rematch yeah. and almost all of these kids, but I can tell you, Aliquippa has been working out all year. From talking to T- Taki Hayes in the summer, talking about McDevitt, and we know McDevitt has been working all year talking. This has been a year in the making. This is the big boxing rematch. I keep going back to fights. This is the big Fury one. Fury Wilder is, too. It's Fury. Yeah. But, uh, this is Fury Wilder too. Yep. McDevitt's Wilder. Yes. McDevitt is – they can hit you with the bomb and get you out of there quick. Yep. Right? They could end this game in the first quarter. But, oh, boy, if we get to the third quarter and McDevitt's up by three and all of a sudden Aliquippa's got that big offensive line and they're, they're going down the field five, six, seven yards a chunk. We got something going on. That dynamic that you mentioned also, I think that's an important one because I think that a lot of times in a matchup like this, you would think the team that won the year before would kind of be caught, it would be kind of caught off guard a little, maybe a little overconfident. I don't get the sense that is how Aliquippa rolls at all. These are kids that are, that play every football game with a chip on there. I think they were up 42 nothing in the first quarter of a game against um, Blackhawk this year. They, they are, they are ready to like, Go out and grind any team they play. So I don't. I don't think there's going to be an overconfidence issue in this one. Both both of these teams knew this game was was in the works. Yeah. Even years, to, so. I, didn't, I didn't even have to tell um, Wechter after the game that uh, Aliquippa won. He, he was already talking about Aliquippa. So 
so equal opportunity. We probably got some Aliquippa bulletin board stuff we just put out there. We probably got some McDevitt bulletin board stuff we got out there. Bottom line is this this is an exciting game. Guys, let's let's move it along real quick because Megan does have to get out of here at nine and we're we're counting down the minutes. Friday, two-way title game, one o'clock, Cumberland Valley, Westinghouse versus Southern Columbia. Who are we going with? Westinghouse. I'm going I'm going the quarterback that I think I, the the popular phrase that is now you know, played well out of it's just it's jumped the shark, but I'm going to use it again. Is uh, I think Keyshawn Morsell has got that dog in him. I think I think this is a kid that's going to drag Westinghouse to a state title over over a perennial powerhouse. I I think like Brian said, I think Southern Columbia is beatable this year. It's always tough to have one week to go up against a wing T offense, but I think this Westinghouse team is ready. I think that they're they've been tested in that you know city league and. I think they're ready to go, and I think more so. Fellas, I'm putting my title. money and faith in Braden Wislowski, man. Uh, I love, I love the run game. I love what I've seen in the film. Um, I think there, there's some dogs that got some grittiness and some fight in them, and and they don't seem to back down from what I've seen. So, I'm putting my money on them. I got Southern Columbia winning the two A. <laughs> You're not allowed to bet, Nebby. No, no bet. Yeah. Right for entertainment purposes only. I, I, you know, here's the thing. I mean, obviously the tires just can't help themselves, but but showing up here in the last weekend of the season. The truth is, you know, despite the history and all that, Southern fell out of the top 10 there with losses. But who did they lose to? Loyal Sock, Danville, and Mount Carmel. Okay. Probably three, four, and five in the 2A uh, world. Uh, all damn good football teams that they lost to, and they rebuilt themselves up, and now they're throttling. They got a well, healthy West Barnes back. Wislowski's been doing it all year. Uh, this is a team that just knows how to win championships. Westinghouse, obviously, there's a lot of pressure on Westinghouse. You know, showing up as the first Pittsburgh City League school in 20-plus years to a final. Now, I know that might not mean much to the guy, uh, guys like Marcelio. And, you know, these guys that are that are getting here, but the weight of it might once you get on the field and start practicing and knowing who's on the opposite side. I'm going to take Southern Columbia here. I think they win their sixth in a row. I think it should be a whale of a ball game, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we didn't see some passing that that Southern's capable of uh, of doing if they need to. Westinghouse is going to go have to be a little bit more um, out of the box, I think and play a little bit more rapid and frenetic uh, to kind of confuse Southern a little bit and make some yards. But I, I think Southern Columbia just knows when they get to the stage, they know what to do. And uh, I think they'll have a pretty good game plan uh, to slow down uh, the QB. So I'm going to take Southern Columbia. I uh, I would not be surprised. I mean, they've, they've been there every year since I've been in Pennsylvania, I think. Um, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Westinghouse to, if not for anything that I think it's just, it would be a tremendous story, mm-hmm. but I really like Keyshawn Marcillo. Like I said, I've been watching this film for two or three years now and you know, he's really got that program doing something special. And, uh, and you know, I like when you get in big games, when you have the, the top quarterback in that game, I think that can go a lot of ways. It all comes down to, like you said, if they, if they can prepare adequately for what, Southern Columbia does what Southern Columbia does is tricky. Uh, Wislowski's a burner. Barnes is tough. I don't think they're quite as flashy or as explosive as they have been in past years. Even though Barnes 
is like a 100 meter champ. They can figure out how to stop that run, slow it down. I, I think Westinghouse has got some athletes around Morcello, put up some points. So I'm going to go with Westinghouse there, which brings us to the 5A game on Friday, 7 o'clock. Emotep versus Pine Richland. I'm rocking with Emotep, Brian. Uh, I love Jabri Wallace Coleman, electrifying, very speedy running back. And then this defense is just uh, very, very stout and amazing to me. You got Jasir Whittington. Samaj Bridgman and Zahir Mathis, all guys we've gotten a chance to talk to in week one when they played Bishop McDevitt High School. The guys just got a, a chip on their shoulder. Um, they come from some of the roughest neighborhoods in Philadelphia, and I think that speaks volumes in of itself. And they they have a lot of hunger, and, and they transcend that onto the football field. So I think it'll be interesting to see. They're playing on the biggest platform again for a second year in a row, and I think they take it for 5A this year. I'm going with... Um... I'm going with Imatep as well, as much as I wanted to lean into the Whippeal bias. I think another one of those games where I'll hedge and pick Woodland or Pine Richland to cover. But, um, you know, Imotep is ridiculous. They made they made the Bishop McDevitt offense, which is one of the best in the state, look like well, look like my New England Patriots uh, offense, which is you never want to look like the 2022 New England Patriots. And um, Imotep charter, the, that defensive unit's going to keep they're going to keep uh, Pine Richland uh, in the 14, 15 point range. And I think that'll be enough. Yeah, I agree with Dan. I think defensively, Imhotep Charter here. Uh, I saw a lot of good things out of them in week one. They're only stronger now. And um, it's just tough to kind of grind against that team. It's, it's, the same, it's the same argument that we've had for the past, you know, eight, 10 weeks about Harrisburg's defense in our neck of the woods and starting through the playoffs. I mean, how do you get to 21, 28 points to win a football game against a team like that with a defense like that? Um, so I like Imhotep Charter in this one, too. I do think, though, this is this is a lot tighter than people might think. I, I certainly don't think the Panthers are running away from Pine Richland. Um, you know, 5A was a crapshoot when the start. We said 5A was going to be the most maddening. Other than Imhotep Charter coming into the season, it was going to be tough to figure out who was going to get uh, there for a while, for the longest time, obviously till last week, we thought it'd be Exeter. So, um, but Imhotep Charter just to me defensively uh, is a different animal. So I like IC. I'm going to go with Imhotep too, but I think this is going to be a low scoring game. Um, you know, Imhotep's got a good defense. I think Pine Richland, you know, like I said, I think they got some good ball players over there. I, I don't know that Imhotep's offense has been overly dynamic the last couple of years. And for all of, but they're, you know, for all the talent that they have, um, it probably hasn't resulted in as many state championships as they would have liked the last couple of years. They've had a few letdowns, losing to Dallas a couple of years ago and then losing last year. I think it's their time to finally break through. I think you've got that much talent. You're going to win. You're going you're gonna to break through. And I think Devin Johnson and, and his staff, I think they'll have those guys ready. So I'm going to go MOTEP too. I still think it could be like, you know, I think, you guys said, I think it's going to be a low-scoring ball game. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash Central PA Sportsmed to learn more. Saturday, guys, let's, let's bring it home here. Let's bring it home strong. One o'clock. Newman Gretty, Saturday at Cumberland Valley, is playing in the 3A title game against Brian, I'm going with Newman Gretty in this one. Who we got, guys? Who we going with? I think it's because they they 
stunned and shocked a lot of people, like you mentioned, with the wild missing win. Um, that was enough for me to win me over right there. I think they, they got a lot of momentum headed here into the 4A. I'm sorry, 3A championship game. And it's going to be a dogfight. It's not going to be an easy one whatsoever. But I think they got to, some good runs going in, and they're just on a high right now. So that's why I'm choosing them. I'm go- I'm going to go Bell Vernon. I just think um, I uh, this is really just the for me. It's it's one of those coin flip games, and I'm I feel like in those games, um, it's gonna, it comes down to big time players making big time plays, and I I, I think Quinn Martin. I just see Quinn Martin making a big play at the end of the game when it matters most. And uh, I'm not sure I, there's anybody playing this weekend that I'd rather have on my team that I, when I need a big play than that kid. So um, I'm going Bell Vernon in a, in a squeaker. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Dan. I, I think Bell Vernon here, Quinn Martin is, is, is the ticket. Uh, the Saints obviously have been really, really impressive. Um, obviously it took a little luck and a great, fantastic play against why I'm missing. Uh, to get rid of the Spartans. I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought Wyatt was definitely going to go to the championship round uh, for this one. But um, I'm going to go with Bell Vernon. I, I think Dan's right. I think he's going to be the best player on the field. And uh, I'll stick to that. I would have picked Wyatt missing if they were in this game because, you know, throw the skill guys out the way. That offensive line was just so impressive. And so – I admittedly have not watched a ton of Newman Gretti. I know the film on Deshaun Dodson and Sammy Hobbs and Kari Reed and those guys, okay? But any team that can go toe-to-toe with Wyoming and that group, and again, guys, go watch that offensive line. I mean, they were just big and nasty, and they're going to all go play in college um, and at high levels and beat them. I- I'm going to go Gretti, man. I- like I said, I-, I thought for years, and we said this on the Players Podcast, I bet you for the last three or four years, Epler, how many times I said, man, at the beginning of the season, Gretty's loaded, right? When I look through the film and stuff, I'll text Epler, and, and it, they haven't gotten here. And here they are. I didn't see this time coming, and they just beat Wyoming. missing. I, I think they're going to make it really tough to run the ball on them. I think like Epler said, and, and our player watch is, is, is true, Going to Belvern is going to need to be able to throw the football a little bit, but Newman Gretti's got guys in the secondary too. So I'm going to go Newman Gretti here. And and keep in mind too, and to, to your point, you know, they just held why missing. Now, obviously, the weather wasn't great, but you held why missing to 17 points. And it was a late touchdown to get to 17 and take the lead before they, you know, gave up the big one at the end. So that's pretty impressive, too. You're probably talking about why missing team is probably averaging close to 40, 44 a game, maybe. And you held them to 17. So that's pretty impressive. Final game, we'll close it out. St. Joe's Prep, Harrisburg at Cumberland Valley. 6A title game, 7 o'clock Saturday. Anybody going with Harrisburg? Because St. Joe's is the big favorite, I think, in everybody's. I, I want to pick Harrisburg. I'd love to pick Harrisburg. I think it would be such a cool story. I think it would be such a big moment for this city, for that program to to beat a St. Joe's prep and win a state title. It's just, I just don't, I don't know if it could, I did. Harrisburg's already a small six, a team to begin with. They're a really small roster. It, I just don't know if they're the Makai Hopkins is banged up. I just don't, don't know if they're going to have enough guys to, to go toe to toe with this, with basically an all-star team. I think they're going to make as good of an account for themselves as they possibly can. You know, like you mentioned fighting. 
It's my, it could be one of those fights where, you know, the, the guy that loses, you know, 50, 45 or something like that has all the respect and all the tweets are about, man, what a warrior, that type of thing. But at the end of the day, I think it's just going to be a little too much for, for uh, the Cougars team. But, you know, this Cougars team, they do feel a little different. You know, fellas, I think in the last seven years, this is the third time Harrisburg is reaching the 6A state final. Um, and I'm staying true to the city, man. I'm rocking with the Cougars. And I say that not only because uh, I went to Harrisburg. Um, I really like what I see with this team. Uh, I see a lot of grit, a lot of fight. Um, I didn't expect them to to really make it to this point this year, to be honest with you, um, with the with, with some of the things they had going on earlier this season. But they, they prevailed. They faced a lot of adversity. Nonetheless, they kept pushing. They kept going. Uh, Makai Hopkins being questionable, of course, is uh, raises a brow for you as a football fan. But I'm I'm confident in Kyle Williams, man, and then and then the young and Elias Cody Coke. Sean Lee is just determined, and he gets that from his father, who played football at Penn State, stands at about 5'5". Five, five. And I think coming from the city of Harrisburg, the mentality we have is no matter how big you are, it's not the size of the dog in a fight. It's the size of the fight that's in the dog. And that's just been something that the, the residents of Harrisburg pride themselves in. So I'm rocking with them. They're the severe underdogs here. St. Joe's on paper is the much better team, in my opinion. I'm speaking factually here. But I think Harrisburg has the athletes and, and the, the the determination to not back down. These kids are fearless, and they've proved that in these playoffs. So a couple of quick things. Uh, one of those appearances, Debbie, was 5A, class 5A, uh, back. And then obviously okay. it's a 6 p.m. start Saturday for the championship. So uh, also, remember when Russell Crowe was sitting with the other gladiators and they were eating, and the guy said to him, mm-hmm. you have to, mm-hmm. they can't just kill you. You got to kill your name, the Spaniard. That's exactly what you're doing when you're facing St. Joe's Prep. You've got to not only knock the players out, but you got to knock the brand out. Now, I don't think this Harrisburg team is going to be intimidated by any stretch of the imagination. But once you get there and see it and maybe things aren't going your mm-hmm. way, it's a tough climb to come back against the Hawks. It's a tough, it's a tough climb to change your system and to basically do what you've done leading up to this point. You've got to do something different. As good as Kyle Williams was, against State College on Saturday at Mansion Park mm-hmm. Stadium. Harrisburg has to do much more. They have to present much more offensively in this game to beat St. Joe's Prep. I'm not sure they could do it without Hopkins and if, if, he's not, if he's not able to play in this game. And you also lose him as a pretty good defender, which we don't really talk about Hopkins being a really good linebacker. He was playing defensive tackle two weeks, three weeks ago. So – you lose that body. That's a big, big loss for them. Um, Sean Lee, you're right, Nebby, is going to be a monster factor in this game. He has matured so much and become so good at what he does. And he gets you those tough yards, too, on the ground. But I just don't think Harrisburg can do enough offensively in this football game to beat St. Joe's Prep. So for that, I'm taking the Hawks. So I've been here probably getting on close seven years. And one of the things that made Harrisburg sort of fun for me to cover, as I've said, is when I first got here, was they reminded me of the mainland Buccaneers from Daytona Beach. And that they had, on the outside, they had Florida Speed guys. They had Ronald Kent, and then Dante Kent came through. Ronald Kent, you know, just entered the NFL draft. He's a long shot. He's a 5'9 kid, but he, he, he wants to run like a 4'3", okay? 
and he he's a legit four 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 three kid. He's he's a burner. Dante was a burner. Um, they had some other guys who could really come here. Anthony came through there. They've always had these guys on the outside who could really stretch you vertically. Okay, and they had some quarterbacks who could who could push it down there. Yamir Wilkerson could sling mm-hmm. it, and then and and you know they had, he had Quan Anderson Butts and um and Ronald Kent. And then they had Kane Everson, who was just like a magician running quarterback. Uh, so I say all of that to say this is a much different Harrisburg that we're looking at now than those Harrisburg teams when I first got here. They don't have the guy on the outside. They have, you know, Elias Coates good on the outside, but he's more of your big physical sort of possession. He can go up and get it, but he's not going to necessarily run away from an Under Armour All-American corner in Emilio Aggard, right? So they don't have that burn on the outside to stretch you vertically. The one guy that they can sort of open your defense up with is with how they use Kyle Williams. And he's more of a short area quickness guy, I think. This is just from what I've seen. In it. And then they would hit you hard with Makai Hopkins. So when you take Makai Hopkins out of that, you put Kyle Williams in the backfield, He's got to run the ball almost exclusively now, like he did against State College. He put the team on his back. You you lose that element of being able to open up that defense some on the edges, um, which is already not what it was when they went toe to toe with St. Joe's just a few years ago. This Harrisburg team has a ton of heart. Kyle Williams, I thought State College was going to beat them through the first half of Saturday. They were up seven to nothing, and I think they were doing some of those things where. Harrisburg couldn't get a lot going. But then Kyle Williams just said, we're going to win this football game. And he went and had, I think, a legendary. They should build a statue of that kid. They're going to play with heart. They're going to be well coached. They're coming to a good game plan. If Makai Hopkins plays, I think they got the underdog puncher's chance to find a way to hang in this thing. If he plays and he's 100%, he can bang it up the middle. And Kyle can do a few things on the outside then maybe they're in it in the fourth. If he doesn't go, I think it gets incredibly tough for Harrisburg to win this football game. So, not knowing his status, I think I'm going to go St. Joe's prep. I don't think, regardless of the score, that Kyle Williams and Terrell Reynolds and those kids are not going to be scrapping in the fourth quarter. And if Makai Hopkins plays, it would not shock me if they found a way to be in this thing late. Very, very well said. I just I just want to wrap it up real quick That's again. Good. Um, great takes, all all three of you. Great takes. I'm you know uh, I think it would just be a lot more of an interesting story with Harrisburg in particular. Um, with some of the things they had to face this season, right? Um, their their coach missing out the first three games of the season. He was suspended the first three games. Um, players missing. Um, that first time they played State College, you know they got beat. They got blown out the water the first time they played State College, and then at full strength they beat them. Um, and so I think they're just eager to prove that they're capable of this. And that's why I'm rocking with them. At, at full speed, man, this is, you know, Epler brought up a movie earlier, but this is 300, right? Because I'll tell you, too, we talked about it all last year, looking at Harrisburg. And this is, I give Cal Everett and his staff a ton of credit the last couple of years. Last year, they were amazing. This year, it was amazing, too, because you still look over that sideline and Last year where mm-hmm. they had 30, they probably got, what, 40 now this year for a 6A team? You know, it's still not a deep roster. So it's, it's like 300, right? They, they, they got an army moving on them. We did our photo shoot of their team in 10 minutes. 
Yeah, and there's like there's like 25 guys that are going to play for Harrisburg in this game. Yeah. Maybe, right? And there's going to be a lot of them that are going to be going both ways. So they're and, and this is a team and St. Joe's Prep has played on ESPN. They played St. Thomas Aquinas, might be the best team in the country. They've seen everything you can throw at them. There's no reason on paper Harrisburg should win this football game at full speed. If Makai's out, it, it becomes even steeper. At the same time, it's almost like you, we know that these kids aren't going to quit. We know they're going to be well coached. We know Harrisburg's going to have the best possible game plan because, yep, you've seen them. I felt like every state title game they've been in the last seven years, they played, they maximized against Archbishop Wood. They did as best as they could. So they're going to give them their best shot. Yeah, this it's also too. We we're you know as as sports writers, we don't you know we don't root for teams here and there. But this is a team that's easy to root for too. I mean, the guys on the team. This is a fun bunch of guys that are all have you know one agenda. There's not a lot of ego running around on the sidelines. Uh, they're all fun to talk to after the game. I mean, yeah, okay, things have been going well, but I've talked to them also after a loss, and you know you learn a lot about kids and where they're at after a loss and it's been so impressive whatever it and the coaching staff and how grounded these guys are and it's it's just an easy team to root for so at the very least as a fan of football you want to see them go and play an unbelievable football game and see where the dominoes fall and i appreciate st joe's i do yeah and they get their share of grief because people throw out the oh well they get kids from here and there, and, and 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 some of that may be true. I don't know. But I'll tell you, Harrisburg will probably make a lot of public high school football coaches uh, pop bottles on Saturday night if they can knock off St. Joe's Prep. It would be no doubt. for everyone outside of the, 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 the St. Joe's Prep realm. Uh, so Harrisburg will have their share of fans whether they know it or not, pulling for them. And they are a good group of kids. It's just, yeah. it's just an incredible hill to climb here for if, them. If that happens, <laughs> we're going to dangle Nebby as master ceremonies for the parade route. Yeah. And let me tell you, we might have to – Nebby, you cannot <laughs> continue to be a journalist if you tear off your shirt and run around That's the field right. whipping sure. it on your head. You can't, you can't I, be the first the person on. on the field. I can't promise I won't be Harrisburg the first person on the field, but I'll keep the shirt on. <laughs> And let me tell you, I was at <laughs> I, Ten Lives. Nebby Esaias leads the mm -hmm. dog pile in the middle of the field. And let me tell you, I was at the school today um, for yeah. the photo shoot. Those kids are not nervous. <laughs> they are. They were. They are. The Kymer Williams is practicing his long snapping ability in the hallway. They, those kids are as no. a it, goose, ready to. They're ready to play a football game. They, they. There's no reason on paper they should be in it, but that's why, Dan. It wouldn't surprise me if Makas there. They found a way. Yeah. So I'm excited, guys. It's killing me. I can't be out there to feel with you guys. You guys are going to be there. Guys, follow PennLive.com. Uh, we'll have some more articles up with previews, especially for your mid-pen teams. We'll have some features. we got some pretty good stories coming. Um, we'll have capsules. we got all kinds of stuff. we got to meet the teams on all the mid-pen teams going. Guys, first time ever, three mid-pen teams. State championship, same weekend for football. Mm -hmm. we, we have we have six classifications to thank for that. <laughs> hey, but all, all of these guys from the Mid Pen deserve it. They're they're all oh, absolutely absolutely they're all good teams. Harrisburg is a great team. 
McDevitt's a great team. Still high. I'm excited. Guys, follow PinLive.com. If you see Epler, Nebby, Dan on the field, you know, give them a shout. We'll have live updates. Follow them on Twitter. We're ready to rock, guys. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash central PA sports med to learn more.